Hola, and welcome to Latino Book Chat. I am your host, Cristian Meneses Jacobs. We invite you to participate in our conversations with Latino authors, illustrators, and others who share their insights into the book publishing industry. When Estela Juarez was eight years old, her mother was deported to Mexico. It was then that Estela transformed her lot of writing in her diary into writing letters to her local newspaper, to Congress, and to the president. The momentum built, and her congressman decided to step in to help. Stella's story was featured at the 2020 Democratic National Convention, inspiring the whole country. In 2021, her mother received temporary permission to return to her family. At 13 years old, Stella is now a published author. Her experience of losing her mother to deportation is captured in her new book, Until Someone Listens. She hopes to one day become an immigration lawyer and a congresswoman to advocate for the unification of separated families. Latino Book Chat welcomes Estela Juarez. Thank you for chatting with us today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I'm so excited that you're here. I know that you made headlines at the 2020 Democratic National Convention with your letter to the former president. How do you feel speaking to the entire nation about your experience? Well, to be honest, I had no idea how important the DNC actually was until I saw myself. And I thought, wow, this is a huge deal. <laughs> I know, right? You're actually speaking, you know, something so private and letting the whole world know about what happened to you. You know, in your letter, you mentioned that your father was a U.S. Marine who fought for this country and supported the administration that deported your mother. Can you tell us a little bit about how you felt about that? Well, I think my dad thought that because the past administration claimed to love military families so much, he never imagined that they would deport his wife. That was the unthinkable, right? Yes. Could you please tell us, you know, a little bit about how it happened, how your mother was deported initially? Well, when I was eight years old, I found out she was going to be deported. And with no criminal record and being a military wife, me and my family were astounded. That must have been a shock, especially at such a young age. Yes. At such a young age, how do you find your voice to speak up against this injustice? Because you were very young. You were only eight years old, right? Yes, I was eight years old. How do you find that voice? What made you think, you know, I... I have a voice here and I'm going to speak up against this injustice. Well, I got very emotional when my mother got deported and I was very angry and hurt. And all those emotions gave me the courage and it gave me the willpower to speak up against what happened. And it made me decide that no matter what happened, I needed to bring my mom back. Do you have experience with maybe some friends at school that this had happened to? Unfortunately, I had nobody to come to or nobody to relate to to ask questions this terrible experience. So I was kind of alone in this. As I read your story, Stella, I was very emotional. I wanted to know what inspired you to get this story published as a book. When I saw how the broken immigration laws hurt my family and families like mine, I decided that I was going to write a book to help other immigrants and to change the immigration laws. I know. I'm so glad, Estella, that you have it as, as a book. You're, you're going to be able to reach more people like this. 
and and hopefully you know make help to make some changes. I I, I was wondering, Estella, do the kids at your school know that you're a writer? Well, um, kids at my old school do, but I actually just started a new school three weeks ago, so I haven't been very comfortable to share with anybody yet because since it is a public school, I don't know how everybody's going to react. What do you think the government should do about the immigration? Because we know it's a problem, so what should we do? I think they should keep in mind that every case is different, and my case especially, um, my mom is a military wife, and I think they should keep in mind how much these laws hurt families, and I think they should definitely change the broken immigration laws. I wanted to find out from you, who was the very first person you told your story to? Because I'm very curious about how the story came out to, you know, for the world to hear about it. Well, I remember my very first, um, when I first heard my voice, it was featured on the Military Times. And that was when I really realized that people cared about what I had to say and people listened to my voice. So did you write to the Military Times or did they come to you to interview you about the story? Yes, they had approached my mother to ask if they could interview us about our story. I wanted to find out what impact do you hope to make with your story? I hope that by telling my story, legislators can help fix my mom and many others um, situations and help them find a path to permanent residency. And I know your mom is with you right now, right? She's, she was allowed to come back? Yes. All right. Is somebody helping your mom become a U.S. citizen right now? Are you getting help? Yes, her um, lawyer, Andrea, has been very helpful every step of the way, and especially Congressman Darren Soto. I definitely think that without his support and help, my mom would not be here right now. Yeah, this is amazing how things happen so suddenly and how your family was in such a upheaval and didn't know what was going to happen to all of you, especially your mom. I'm so glad that she's with you. Thank you. Now that the book is published, what more would you like to do with your story? I would love to share my story with as many readers as possible. And I would love to visit schools and libraries in the future. Yeah, so that you can tell, you know, share your story and you can do something about what's going on mm -hmm. in society. Yeah. I hope to accomplish that. I would love to eventually see my book adapted into a short film. Oh, that would be wonderful. I, I like that idea. <laughs> have you met other kids, you know, around you, in your city, in your state that have had similar experiences? In Mexico, um, I had met various families that had went through the same situation as my mom. Yeah, I think, you know, but it's probably true that most people, you know, we would probably find in, in Mexico when you were living there with your mom. How long were you there with your I mom? Was, I was there for two years. Oh, wow. That is a long time. Mm -hmm. So you got good at learning how to speak Espanol, huh? Yes. <laughs> Qué bueno. Muy importante saber hablar Espanol. Yes, going to school definitely taught me. <laughs> That's great. So I understand that you love to write. Do you have plans for another book? Are you thinking of doing something else? Yes, I am actually currently working on another book that is more like a chapter book and goes even more into details about my experience being the daughter of an undocumented immigrant. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So this is going to be like a memoir or, or something like that? Similar, but, you know, it's going to tell um, the story of what happened when I was in Mexico with my mom and even what happened when she came back. Were you trying to get help in Mexico as well to help get your mom back? Yes. In Mexico, me and my, my whole family were struggling to find, you know, people or resources that would help my mom come back. And we were even working from there. Oh, wow. That's pretty amazing. You know, it's very impressive, Estela, that at such a young age, you were able to take action and realize that this is something that should not be happening to my family or other families. So it, it shows the level of maturity that you have Thank at you. such a young age. So I know that you are going to be reading to us, right? Some excerpts from your book with our listeners. So I'm excited to listen. <laughs> My mom fell in love with someone who fought for the country she was now a part of. He was a United States Marine. A year after they married, my sister arrived. I was born eight years later. Like a curious little colibri, I would go, go, go. And sometimes as a family, we would fly together. Yay, thank you for reading that. What would you like to tell our listeners? What is your message to them? I would love them to know that my story is one of many and I will continue to share my story until lawmakers hear me and make changes in the law. You hear it here, our listeners, we need to support Stella. Thank you for writing this book and thank you for having the courage to speak up and against this injustice, not just for your mother, but for everybody who has to suffer through this. The book is Until Someone Listens by Estela Juarez. You can buy a copy through our new online store at nikagal.com, N-I-C-A-G-A-L.com, nikagal.com. You will also find the other books that we have featured on the Latino Book Chat podcast. And please support Latino Book Chat by subscribing on your favorite platform. I'm coming back every other Monday for more episodes. Estela Juarez, thank you so much for chatting with us today on Latino Book Chat. It has been such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for inviting me. It was a pleasure for me as well. Thank you for joining us today. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at latinobookchat.com. Please subscribe on your favorite platform. Whatever you're listening to us today, please give us a positive review and as many stars as possible. Sharing the show will help it grow and continue to come to you. Thank you for your support. Hasta pronto. Latino Book Chat is a production of Nicagal Media. Today's episode was hosted, produced, and edited by Christian Meneses Jacobs.